Do you want to launch a business in the horse industry but have no clue where to start? Are you an equine entrepreneur that wants to grow your business online? Well, you are in the right place. My name is Abriana Johnson, and I am an equine business coach at Black Unicorn Creative and your host here at the Digital Hoofprint Podcast, a podcast for new and aspiring horse business owners who want to grow their business online and build a community around their brand without the stress and the overwhelm. Grab a pen, a piece of paper, and maybe even a cup of coffee, and let's get into today's episode. Hey, 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 and welcome to the first episode of the Digital Hoofprint Podcast. I am your host, Abriana Johnson, head unicorn in charge over at Black Unicorn Creative. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have recorded this episode three times, once on live and twice in just audio form because I just kept forgetting things. One time my computer died, the next time I forgot to turn my mic on. So you know what? This is going to be a bomb episode because third time's a charm. And I am hell-bent on getting this thing out to the people, okay? So I'm excited for where this is going to go. I got my water. I'm, I'm rehydrated, rejuvenated, and... I am going to share the goods that I have for you today. The first episode of this podcast or this, the digital hoof print podcast, I wanted it to be a, a letter to equine entrepreneurs, because I feel like sometimes, especially if you are new to me and haven't seen me on any other platform or on my other podcast, you kind of need to know where I'm coming from. You not kind of need to understand why I, I will say some of the things that I say and some of the beliefs that I have because it'll give you a little bit more context about me and it'll help you understand the concepts that I go over in this podcast. So I just wanted to put that out there and start with that because I am a super duper nerd when it comes to this stuff and I can sit here and talk about SEO and building a website and brand authority and things like that. But we need to start from the beginning. We need to start from the very top, do some groundwork, get our ground manners going, and then we can execute like a boss, okay? So I just want you to know I have become so passionate about helping horse business owners learn how to run more efficient businesses, especially using online strategy and systems. With my experience as support staff for several types of equine businesses, such as veterinarians, uh, people who are like have product based businesses, as well as universities, I know that where the lack lies is in strategy and systems. They can have some of the greatest ideas. They can have some of the most motivated people on the team. But if there's no strategy to achieve their goals or no systems in place to make it efficient, you're going to start losing some of that and you're not going to be as successful as you potentially could. So in this industry and in some of these 
careers that are heavy in burnout and compassion fatigue, I know that some of the some of the ways to alleviate that is to have strategy in your execution, have systems, and give yourself just a little bit of grace so that you know that the lack of execution is not always because you are a failure, you know. We don't need to be that absolute, but it may be because you didn't have a strong enough plan, and now that just means you need to make a stronger one. So this is my letter to you, the equine entrepreneur, the horse business owner, the one who's out there crack-a-dawn, mucking stalls, the one who's staying up late at night after the kids have gone to bed, packaging boxes to ship out the next morning. This letter is to you. I want you to know that you are capable of so many opportunities and personal growth that you deserve where you are. You deserve to be farther and you deserve to get the knowledge that I'm going to share in in this podcast and in these episodes and on my website and social media. You deserve to have that knowledge and you deserve to not have to scour the internet for that information for hours at a time. So I'm I'm leaving it here for you. I'm leaving it right here, right on the plate. You're going to be able to consume these shorter episodes. I don't know if you follow my other podcast, Young Black Equestrians, but our episodes are usually an hour long because we have such good conversations. But this podcast is going to be a little bit different. These episodes are going to be shorter. They're going to be bite-sized pieces. You can chew them up while you are mucking stalls or driving to the barn and spit it out when you get home. You're going to be able to apply these things to your business and to your life almost immediately because it's going to be that understood and that broken down for you. So that is where this podcast is going, but this episode is my letter to you. Let's get started. Dear equine entrepreneur, you can make money in the horse industry. I know, I know, there's always that one person that's got to pull out the ancient joke, oh, how do you become a millionaire in the horse industry? You start off as a billionaire. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, we get that. Got it. You know, heard it your whole life. Um, Make sure you don't keep that negative Nancy around you, if that's the only thing they have to add. I know for a lot of people telling your family or your friends that you want to pursue a career in the horse industry they are passing some judgment on you but it's what you want to do it's what you're passionate about and if you want it bad enough you will find a way to make it work you can make money in this industry it's funny how I was just talking to a friend about how this how the equine industry seems more like a career in the UK than it does in the United States. And I would be, I would be interested in looking into more into that dynamic. But there's money in this industry. You can literally take any career that is not applicable 
or that is not directly related to the horse industry and say that you do it for horse people and boom, you got a career in the horse industry and you can make money and you have skills that people want. So don't let anyone tell you otherwise just because they didn't do it or just because their granddaddy didn't, didn't do it doesn't mean that you can't. Next thing I want you to know, you are capable of anything. There is more than one way to build a business and I will give you lots of tools on this podcast for you to do so for yourself, but that does not mean that it is the only way or if you take all of these steps and never skip any one of them, that your results won't look different than someone else's. There is not one way to, to skin this cat and you really have to own your lane and your journey and evaluate the things that work for you and don't work for you and make it so that your journey is unique and you cater to what works for you. Next thing you should know is that you don't have to have all the answers before moving forward. You can to some extent, learn as you go. That does not mean you should not take that leap or you should not pursue this side hustle or, or your, your main business, however it works for you. It does not mean you shouldn't just because you don't know everything about it in totality. For example, as a veterinarian, yeah, you, there are some things you need to know, like to go to vet school. You, you need to do that in order to practice veterinary medicine. But... If you get out and there is a condition that you just don't really remember much about or there's a treatment that you just are not that familiar with because there's treatments and things coming out every day with all the research that's being done, you will be more respected if you just say, you know, hey, I am not actually very familiar with that. But let me do a little bit of research so I can give you an educated recommendation versus saying, oh, oh, yeah, no, no, that's not going to work. Or, yeah, that'll be good for your horse and and chance making a decision that's incorrect. You don't have to know everything about your industry or your business in order to get started. A lot of the things you're going to learn as you go. You're not going to operate a lesson program that has 10 students the same way you would operate a lesson program that has 100 students. Some things are just different and you just won't know until you know. So don't let that dissuade you or discourage you from even getting started. Next thing equine entrepreneurs should know is that not everybody's advice is going to work for you. Like I said earlier, you're going to have those Debbie Downers. You're going to have those people that are saying, oh, well, what you should have done is you're going to have those woulda, coulda, shouldas. And just like in this podcast and just like in everyday life, what's for you, take it. Take it and apply it. But if it is not for you or if it does not apply to you, that's okay. 
that is okay. Have that level of discernment to know what is for you and what is not. And just leave it. Just leave it here. If it's not for you, just leave it there. But if it's something that you can benefit from, you take that information and you make it work at its best for you. The horse industry, excuse me, the horse industry is full of critics. Like we know this, you know, the top level performers literally pay thousands of dollars to be judged and we know this. So going into business, you need to know to expect that to some extent, but just know that there's someone you know, looking at you and looking at your progress and being inspired by that. So don't give up just because you feel that you're being critiqued or you are being judged. That's that's what this industry does. And that's not to say that other industries don't. It's just a way of life and you have to know what's for you and what is not and move on when it isn't. Next thing I want equine entrepreneurs to know is that your value extends farther than what you can do for other people. I'm going to say that again. Your value extends farther than what you can do for other people. I know a lot of us get in this industry as working students or as volunteers or by working at the local tax shop. And so a lot of what you have to offer is what you can do. But know that as a person, as a whole, as a horse business owner, you are valuable outside of your business. You are worth more than just what services that you provide and what you can do for others. I know a lot of us love riding, whether it be leisurely or competitively, you know, horses are kind of our our escape and our, our hobby or started out that way. But when you run a business that's also also centered around the horse industry, you sometimes have a hard time taking a break from that or separating the two. So just know that you should probably find something else that you enjoy that's outside of the industry, whether it be just reading, hiking, pottery, arts and crafts, something that you just enjoy doing and you don't have, you know, it's not directly involved with horses or with the industry. Find something like that for yourself. Give yourself a true break. But know that your value is not directly tied to the services that you provide in your business. As much as it consumes our lives, as much as we love these animals that could kill us at any moment, we are valuable outside of that. And don't forget that. Next thing I want equine entrepreneurs to know is that a pivot does not make you lesser than. A pivot does not make you a bad business owner. Pivoting is, to be quite honest, a level of freedom that some people 
simply cannot understand or grasp. I pivoted Black Unicorn Creative a couple times before I really honed in on what my talents were, what I was passionate about, and what I could give back to my community. And so making those pivots, I had a level of freedom to say, hey, this is what I want to do. Instead of someone who is afraid to pivot and they're stuck in a job that they hate, working for people that they don't like, and dealing with clients that they couldn't care less about. So don't think that just because you need to make a pivot, whether it be a whole 180 degree or a 90, you know, whatever it is you need to do, it does not make you a lesser individual. Horse business owner, equine entrepreneur, I need you to lean in close real quick. I need you to turn this up if I'm on your Bluetooth headphones. I need you to get close because this next one, I need you to hear me. If your body is your product, then your mind is where the money is. Did you hear that? Let me say it again. If your body is your product, then your mind is where the money is. What does that mean, Abriana? Well, I am about to tell you. I'm about to tell you what that means. This is especially, especially for my horse trainer friends, you know, whether you train the actual horses or you train the people on the horses. This is for y'all. Because we know that all it takes is one time for you to be injured or get in a situation with a horse where you can no longer use your body to make your income. And so you need, as, as morbid as it may seem, it's smart. You need to have a contingency plan. But you also need to recognize that your body is the product in your business. And you need to make sure you have enough inventory to make your clients happy. You need to take care of yourself. You need to make sure that you are doing what is necessary to remain healthy and remain flexible and be good in your body so that you can execute to the level that your clientele expects. I know, I know that everyone knows of a horse trainer whose body has broken down and, you know, they've had to either start doing something else or, you know, kind of retire and say, hey, I I can't do this anymore because my body is broken down. Everybody knows someone like that. So just know if your body is the commodity, the product, your mind is where the money is. Your powers of observation is where the money lies. That's why you have these trainers out here going and doing clinics and exhibitions and doing virtual lessons and writing books and writing courses. That is why their their mind is where the expertise lies. And so even if you break down in body, but you're still good in your mind, you need to know that you can still capitalize on that part of you and 
if you're still wanting to be in the industry, you can monetize that so that you as a business owner can still thrive and still survive in an industry, even if you can't perform at the level that you used to. So that's one of my favorite, favorite points on this, on this list to you that if your body is your product, your mind is where the money is. Next thing I need equine entrepreneurs to know is that you can create the life you want to live by dreaming bigger than you ever have. I know there are some people out there that are just like, oh, you know, you're not going to make it this far. You're not going to be able to do this. You're not going to be able to do that. You're not going to be able to take vacations. You're not going to. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that because I know the power of the tongue. I know the power of words. And I know that the things that come out of your mouth that it's really, really heavy that they might come to pass. Like, you got to be real careful. And I know this from experience. The The growth of my other platforms and my other podcasts, like, I know that these things can come to pass. So be careful some of the things that you say because you may be ingraining that into your story when, in all honesty, that's not really what you want. And so when you dream big, when you give yourself permission to dream bigger than you ever have, you start seeing goals as as far as like lifestyle and not just career. Things aren't directly tied to your business. And so you're able to make decisions that point you towards the lifestyle that you want to live, not necessarily just the business that you want to run. You know, if you say, I want to make a million dollars, that's not necessarily a a big goal because that doesn't say anything about your expenses. If you say, I want to make a million dollars, but you got $950,000 worth of expenses, then that milli means nothing. It means nothing. So dreaming bigger than you ever have requires you to think of the lifestyle that you want to live and think of how you want to approach this thing called life and it helps you make decisions for yourself and for your business and it it takes the blinders off. It allows you to see things more so as an opportunity Whereas if you were just thinking about your business or just thinking about how much money you want to make or just thinking about, you know, your career, you may have blinders on and you may miss out on opportunities that could truly elevate you and get you to the next level. So allow yourself to think big and dream big and think of what lifestyle you want to live and move according to that not necessarily what it is you want for your business or what it is you want that's directly tied to your career last thing in my letter to equine entrepreneurs I want you to know that you do not have to be afraid to ask for help 
There's the age-old saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And honestly, it's both. You got to know a little something-something to even get connected to some of these people. But once you are connected to these people, there's so much value that you can bring or that they can bring to your life that knowing them is like a cheat code. You get to connect with people and they can tell you the mistakes that they made that you can avoid that'll save you so much time. And that's honestly why I decided to produce this podcast because you can sit there and scroll through the internet for hours on end and consume all this information, still not quite understand how to apply it to your life or to your business or You can connect with some people who already know, connect with people who already have been through this thing or who have expertise in this this category that you're looking for information in. And that networking, that relationship, that asking for help will get you so much farther than if you were to try to go with this alone. Entrepreneurship itself can be a lonely road, especially if you are a solopreneur, if you're the only one, you know, running and operating your business on a daily basis. A lot of times people feel like they're in such competition with each other that they don't want to share opportunities or share that they need help. Don't be that person. Don't, you don't have to. You don't have to be afraid to ask for help and you don't have to be afraid to give help because if you have that sort of scarcity mindset, you're, you're going to put limits on yourself. You truly are. When you think and operate and believe and make decisions out of abundance, there is, there is enough money for everybody to eat, okay? I think in this pandemic and our like centi billionaires that we've discovered exist, there is enough money for everybody to eat. So your neighbor, your, your friend, this person that you were trying to connect with, they're not necessarily going to be your, well, they may be your competition, but I'm saying that they're not necessarily against you all the time. Don't be afraid to network and ask for help and give help where you see it's needed or where it's asked of you. So just don't be afraid and just don't, fall into that scarcity mindset that prevents you from accessing opportunities and connecting with other people. That is my letter to the equine entrepreneur. I hope that you get so much information from this podcast. I hope that you feel free and remember if you're mucking stalls or if you are driving to the barn If you have questions, remember to shoot them to me. Don't text while driving, but hit me up. Let me know what you think. Let me know what it is that you truly want to learn about, that you just haven't been able to grasp your mind around, and I can do an episode for you. Like with most podcasts, please hit the subscribe button so you get notified when an episode is live again. Follow me on my social media at the Abriana J T H E A B R I A N A J. 
on every platform and at Black Unicorn Creative. I share some tips, tricks, gems, all sorts of things over on my social media. And I would love to be able to connect with you on there as well. Thank you so much for listening to this first episode of the Digital Hoofprint Podcast. And I can't wait to share this journey with you and elevate your businesses this year. Equine entrepreneurs, horse business owners, this year is for us. Okay, so do what you need to do to to get yourself squared away. We're only a few days into the new year, but be prepared to learn some new things and apply them to your business so that you can grow in knowledge, in money, and in your online presence. Can't wait to see you on the next episode.